Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses Podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. Are you in a difficult situation? Well, it's, it's not just a difficult situation, but this is devastating, difficult situation. So is there any way out for you? How can you experience turnaround? Can God turn it around? Yes, God can turn it around for His glory with His power. Now today, we're going to study from Acts chapter 16 how God turned it around for His name, for His glory. Being a Christian is not easy. You know, some people say, well, I believe in Jesus Christ and He's going to take care of all my problems and, you know, my life would be rosy. Well, it sounds so good and accurate. Yes, God does take care of us. But it may be different from what we expect. Even though God takes care of us, but He does it in the best way. And then He shows when we are in difficult time, He shows His power and glory to turn it around for His name for the sake of the gospel of Christ to Jesus. So today, we're going to study from Acts chapter 16, amazing, amazing story that Paul and Silas were sharing the gospel, but they were in a difficulty, in a very difficult situation, but God turned around in a mighty way, in a powerful way. And then the result was amazing. So I want you to stay in tune to really see what the Lord did. And then you can also see that's happening, that can happen in your life as well. If you put your trust and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ alone. So let's look at today's passage from Acts 16, verses 24 through 26. And he, having received such a command, threw them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in their stocks. And now about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prisons were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were unfastened. Amen. Wow, this is an amazing story. As you can see, Paul and Silas were in prison, but before they were put in the prison, I want to ask a question. What did they do? Did they do something terrible? Did they uh, commit a crime? Well, that's not the case. You know, they were just faithful to God's calling in, in their life, which was to spreading the gospel, spread the gospel all around the place, especially among Gentiles. So they were performing so much miracles and signs, not for the sake of miracles, but for the sake of God's kingdom as they were sharing the gospel. God's power was accompanying them. And then the, the signs and wonders, miracles were proving that, proving that God's word, the gospel is really true. But the outcome was not always pleasant because, as you can see, they were in the prison. But I just want to, I want us to look very carefully at today's text to see what kind of situation they were. It was not just a difficult situation. It was a very devastating, difficult situation. So let's look at today's verse again. In verse 24, and he having received such a command, threw them into the inner prison. It was not a hinge or edge of the prison or a nice room, a five-star prison room, but it was the inner prison. What does that mean? They were in the core of the prison. They were in the very heart of the most difficult place to get out. They, there was no way for them to escape from the prison because they were in the inner prison. Very, very dark, 
and very probably deeper in the bottom of the prison, that prison cell that nobody wants to go there, even among the inmates. But they were in the inner prison. But not just that, they were fastened their feet in the stocks. What does that mean? You know, people, you know, if you are hand, handcuffed so that you can you cannot really move your arms, but if you can move around with your feet, at least you can go to restroom and you can go to wherever you want to go. However, when your feet are fastened, there's no way, nowhere to go. You are just stuck there. You cannot move around. And that is the worst case ever to be in a prison. So they were in the dungeon. They were in the heart of the prison without any ability to move around. So imagine how difficult situation they were in. Okay. However, this is how they reacted. Look at verse 25. It says, Now about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God. Well, wait a second here. Let's pause a little bit here. How can they even do it? Imagine that you are in the heart of prison. There's nowhere, there's no window around, and there's no, uh, there are two doors and three doors and, you know, four doors in front of you so that you cannot even get out. You cannot even think about getting out of the prison, and you have no idea how long you will be in the prison. You know, probably you have a family back at home, but, you know, you were just spreading the gospel. You're following God, you are obeying God, and that was about it. But for, you know, they, people did not like you, so they put you in the prison, and you have no idea. Maybe it could be a one year, two years, and even lifetime sentence that you will not get to, you may not be able to get to see your family again. Wow, that's so horrible situation. And your feet are locked, so you can even go to restroom um, as much as you go, as much as you want. And that is so, so humble situation that nobody wants to be in. So what would you do if you're in that situation? Just be honest. You know, probably you want to say you want you would want to uh, complain to God. God, I did everything for you for all these years, but this is what I got. God, you're not just. Probably you're not even there. You're not even alive. I have wasted my life for you. Is that what you want to say? Well, some people might say, you know, God, uh, please just get me out of here. You know, I didn't do anything wrong. You know, you saw everything that I did for you, God. Please, 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 God, get me out of here. I want to see your miracle. And I want to see that your hands are reaching out to me and just get me out of here right now so that I can continue your ministry. So you might be desperate with a prayer to get out of here. However, that was not this uh, Paul and Silas did. So look at what they did again. They were first, they were praying. We don't know what they prayed for. Probably they prayed for something else, but you know, at least that they were depending on the Lord. They were crying out to God, but this is really amazing to me. They were singing hymns of praise to God. Wow, this is amazing. They were giving thanks to the Lord. I mean, they were not in the church building. They were not in the stage. They were not in the Hillsong United you know, concert. But they were in the prison, locked. And there's no hope to get out of there. But they were still giving thanks to the Lord. They were praising to the Lord. So this is what they did. Two simple things. They were praying and praising. Praying and praising praising. What a wonderful worship. They did the worship service in the midnight. It was not even Sunday 11 a.m. During the midnight, they continued to worship the Lord, no matter what happened. Regardless of a difficult situation, they were worshiping, praising the Lord. 
Wow. So this is what we need to do. And then you look at this. Prisoners were listening to them. So they were not praising silently or just in, in their hearts, but they were praising probably loud enough for other people would listen to them. Probably the other inmates would say, forget about it. Why are you giving thanks to the Lord? You know, God, your God put you in the prison. So probably he is not alive. So there's no way, there's no reason for you to sing a song. And if it, it's a midnight, I want to go to sleep. So don't make any noise. So other inmates would make a, you know, uh, complain to Paul and Silas. However, you know, they didn't care. They're just praising the Lord because they were genuinely giving thanks to the Lord uh, in that way. And then look at this. A miracle happened. Look at verse 26. It says, Suddenly, there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were unfastened. Amazing, amazing miracle happened right here. Now, I want us to think about the situation again. They were in a very difficult situation. They were in the heart of the prison. Their feet were fastened. There was no hope. There was no way to get out of there. But regardless of the situation, they worshipped and they prayed to God. And God performed a wonderful miracle, as you can see today. But I want us to look at the word right here very carefully. Earthquake. I mean, God could just pull them out of prison, just like what uh, the angel of the Lord did to Peter. You know, Peter was sleeping, but uh, angel showed up, and then angel wake them up, and then, you know, just Peter came out with the help of angel. But this time, God did in a different way. Because they were in the heart, core, inner prison, God actually shook the foundation of the world, I mean, of the, uh, the prison, through earthquake. And I will come, come back to here in just a few minutes. But I think this is a very, very important thing. You know, they were in a problem of problem, but God shook the core of the problem right there. And then the doors, immediately all the doors were opened. You know, doors were locked. And then, you know, there was, uh, they were hindering, those doors were hindering uh, them from escaping from the prison. But they were all unlocked. And not just that, remember, their feet were fastened, but their feet were unfastened. They were totally, un they totally became free. They were released from the prison with the power of God uh, from the core of the prison. But here is a very interesting thing. It was not just Paul and Silas, but everyone's chains were unfastened as well. So we can see probably all of them could escape as well as Paul and Silas uh, could escape as, uh, from the prison. So, we can see the wonder-working power of God was released, was manifested right here in this deep, deep prison, deep, deep problem. And then, not just that, you know, when uh, Paul and Silas realized that God's power was manifested and then they were totally unfastened. But interestingly, if you look at this chapter, they did not escape right away. They did not even run away because they were just still there. 
Wow, well, why would you say? Well, I mean, God, God is saving you, so you need to get out of there as soon as possible. You need to run away from this prison. But they were not because there was a jailer who was in panic because it was his job to keep Paul and Silas kept in the in the prison, right? However, he is about to be fired, not just to be fired, but probably he could lose his life because this whole thing happened. The whole prison business was about to be bankrupt because God intervened and God shook the foundation of the prison. So he was about to lose everything. The jailer was in panic and Paul and Silas knew that. But God used that circumstance for amazing, amazing miracle for this jailer. So Paul and Silas, they were there and the, the, the jailer was in panic. But Paul and Silas said, don't worry about it. We're all here. And then Paul and Silas actually could share the gospel with the jailer. And then in ch chapter 16, verse 31, it's a very, very famous verse. Believe in Jesus and you and your household will be saved. So the jailer took Paul and Silas to his home. And then he uh, washed, their, uh, washed them. And then he listened to the gospel uh, through Paul and Silas. But not just him, but his whole family came and then they heard the gospel of Jesus Christ and then they all received Jesus. They were all baptized. Amazing, amazing miracle after miracle happened. Not just being free from the prison, but they actually freed the, uh, the jailer and his families from the real prison, the bondage of sin and death. This is the work of God. God is not only interested in Paul and Silas' protection, but also God is interested in jailer and the jailer's family as well. And God freed them from the eternal damnation, eternal prison as well. In this chapter, we can see the multifaceted, the miracles and the work of God, that God care for all nations that he wants to free us from the bondage of sin and death so this is the amazing amazing account of god that god turned it around god turned around the difficulties and and all those problems for his glory and we need to trust in him and we need to depend on him whatever situation you are going through you need to trust in the lord because god can turn it around genesis 50 20 it's an amazing confession of joseph joseph said to his brothers you meant evil to me you sold me as a slave to egypt and I was about to die. I was about to be uh, forgotten from the history in this family. However, God turned it around and God meant it. Uh, God used the evil for good because through this, God saved a multitude of the people from famine. Because of that, God sent me here. So it was not your really, it was not even your fault. God uses your mistake. God uses your evil for his glory, for his good. So Joseph realized God was in control even over evil. And then that's why he did not complain to God. He gave glory to God. It's the same thing that's what's happening right here. And Paul and Silas were in evil because they were in prison, deep in prison, inner prison being fastened. However, God used it to save Jailer and his family. How wonderful God is. So we need to look at our situation in that perspective. Yes, God turns it around. No matter how difficult situation you are going through right now, it could be like a deep prison as Paul and Silas were experiencing. There's no way out, there's no hope, and there's no, no way that you can save yourself. 
probably you are in that place right now. It could be a relational problem. It could be a financial problem. It could be any problem that you are dealing with right now that you don't see any hope there. And then you are like, I am locked in this. I have no idea how I can move even forward. You know, I'm, I feel like I'm going backward. I am going through this depression. I'm going through this anxiety. Please get me out of here. I have no idea what to do. So probably you are in that deep, deep inner prison. And then you are in that prison and you cannot even move around uh, just like Paul and Silas because their feet were fastened. Your spiritual feet were fastened right now, so you don't, uh, you cannot even move by yourself. You are moved by somebody else, but you are not even moving by yourself. You are in that situation. If you are in that situation, this is the message for you. Do not worry because God, God is in control. If you truly trust in the Lord, and if you truly worship the Lord, if you really depend on Him, this is what you need to do. Instead of complaining, instead of uh, praying for saving me, save me, save me to God, do this. Pray and praise. Just like Paul and Silas did. Instead of complaining, they began to give thanks to the Lord. And then they were praising the Lord out of agony, out of darkness, out of this deep, deep prison. And they experienced God's wonderful power of salvation. They experienced the foundation of prison was, sh was shaken. And then that even deep, deep, deep problem was solved right there. But that was not the only solution. That God used that. God can use your difficulty. And when God turns it around, turns it around, God can impact people those around you as well. Just like God saved the jailer and the jailer's family, the household as well. So we need to look at, we need to depend on the Lord. We need to give thanks to the Lord and praise Him and worship Him. But here's what we need to do. When God saved Paul and Silas, He shook the foundation of prison. You know, sometimes we look at the prison and then we think, oh yeah, uh, I have this prison problem. But we need to really go too deep. We need to look at the foundation of the problem. God is not just shaking the shallow upper place of the prison, but God shook them all. God shook the very foundation of the prison, the core, the root of the problem and God saved them out of this prison that way. So what about what kind of prison you are going through? Maybe you are going through all this, you know, financial health and all these problems that you're dealing with right now. But here's the thing, the core problem, it's not even your health. It's not even your financial issue. It's not even your relationship. It's not even your depression or anxiety. It is the very deep foundational problem. The earth that needs to be shaken is your sin. Your sin. The bondage of sin and death. There is the core, the problem. Now, when Jesus is shaking to free, to free you, He's not just shaking your health. He's not just shaking your body. He's not just shaking the superficial problem that you're dealing with, but He is shaking the foundation of bondage of sin and death. The Satan is holding you. So He is touching, He is shaking that very foundation, that very root of all the problems that we, are, we have. Sin needs to be dealt, dealt with. 
sin needs to be forgiven. Otherwise, even when your superficial problems are gone, you still have the problem. You still have the foundation of prison. You still have the earth that is holding you from freedom. And that needs to be gone. And that's how can that happen? It is only by the blood of Christ Jesus that was shed for you. That is only by the gospel of Christ Jesus who died and rose again. This is why we need to believe in the gospel of Christ Jesus so that our core problem can be uh, solved. Our core foundation can be shaken by the power of God's Word, by the power of the Holy Spirit. So experience that, and then the shackles and all the chains will be broken in the name of Christ Jesus, door, the, and the door will be opened in the name of Christ Jesus. So you can free, you can truly experience the freedom, just like the jailer and his whole household were freed from sin and death, and they experienced the power of God, but not just that, they experienced the grace of God who saves them out of sin and death. And they, they became the children of God. Just like that, God can definitely save you if you come to know Jesus Christ, if you come to believe in Him. So not just the superficial problems, but your real problem can be solved by God's grace. So that is the salvation. That is the power of God. And that is the true turning around. God will turn you around. God will turn it around for His name, for His glory. So experience this power. So this is my encouragement for you. Well, Thanksgiving is coming. Now, if you are in a difficult situation, if you're in a devastation, then you need to praise God. You need to really pray to God and give thanks to the Lord. So I've been going through 70 days Thanksgiving challenge. So every day reading 17 chapters based on the reading I wrote and I upload, I posted on my Facebook that this is what I'm thankful for. This is what I'm thankful for. Day one and day two, day three, and every day there is a different subject of giving thanks to the Lord. You know, it's very easy to forget about what God has done. It's very easy to think about uh, what we don't have. So we complain about what we don't have. But we have Christ. If you truly believe in Jesus Christ, you have the salvation. You have all the reasons to be thankful for. So give thanks to the Lord every day. And then that is the secret how you can truly experience the mighty power and God's intervene. Um, intervention that he is making everything good and he is turning it around turning it around for his name for his glory so you can see the foundation is shaken and you can see your prison is broken and you can see the shackles are shackles and chains are all broken in the name of Christ Jesus so experience that experience through praising and through praying to God. Now, if you're not Christian, you have a real issue, the core issue in your life, and that is the sin and death. But you need to believe in Jesus Christ so that you can be free from that. So come to know Jesus and experience the freedom as Paul and Silas, but not just that, the jailer and the jailer's household experienced the power of God, uh, of power of God who saves uh, the sinners. So let's experience that through praying and through praising so we can experience a God's wonderful uh, reformation, reformational, transformational work in our life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for this wonderful hope in you. Father, we pray for ourselves, but not just for ourselves, but other people who are in prison right now. And but Father, please help them and guide them, and please save them out of their sin and death, the core problem 
so that father please shake their foundation shake the word shake the earth in them so that they can truly be experiencing your mighty power to save them lord as they are praying as they're praising to you lord father we also want to live a life of praising and a prayer so that we will not be uh, complaining about our situation, but we will truly be uh, praising and will tr- truly be uh, praying to you. No matter what circumstances we're going through, Lord, Father, we want to live a life of praise and prayer so that we will not depend on others, but we will be always giving thanks to you. We'll be always praying to you, praising your holy name more than any other any other things lord so father please help us and guide us and lead us continually we thank you praise you for your wonderful work and your power of the gospel in jesus holy name we prayed amen